Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at whitelight.love. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to this very special edition of the Stephanie Gerard Show. And I am your host, Stephanie Gerard. Oh, just a couple of fun things going on here. First of all, I have my probably very favorite healer in the world on the line and waiting. Um, his name is Chris Babish. And I've always referred to him as my Harry Potter healer. And this is going to be a lot of fun. And the show this evening will operate just a little bit differently. After we bring him on, we're going to visit a little bit. I have some questions for Chris myself <laughs> that I don't know about him, so we're going to find out together. And we will take probably one or two calls. So what will happen with our calls is this. Um, I still invite you to ask your one question, and I will go ahead and respond the way I usually do. And then what we're going to do is have Chris answer your question as well from his perspective. So what's interesting is that both Chris and I, we use the pendulum and charts with our work, yet we do things slightly differently. So before we get to that, I again, I would just like to thank everybody for joining us here tonight. Um, and this, we've got to bring the humor in here. So tonight we are very much bi-locating. So Chris is at the very bottom of the Pacific Plate, and I'm up at the top of the Pacific Plate. So you get to talk with us from the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. And where Chris lives, I think he's a day ahead, and it's probably mid-afternoon, something like that, which blows my mind. It's funny to um, set things up with Chris. So before we get any further, I just wanted to share my website with everybody. It is journeywithstephanie.com. Again, journeywithstephanie.com. You can find me on Facebook under Stephanie Gerard. For myself, I do a number of things. Um, this is why I ended up calling my work The Journey. So under this umbrella, it's all kinds of fun things, energy healer, psychic medium. I do mentorship, and I do this with a lot of light workers. So it's really cool to be a spiritual teacher, bring in the guidance, open up their minds, and oftentimes I will direct people to Chris to help open them up, to um, open the flow, to clear those blocks that are coming in from other angles. I come from one perspective. We are both healers, but Chris brings in a different perspective. Um, I My nickname over time, specifically from those who are close to me, there's a few, a few of my healer friends were also very good friends. They come to me sometimes as a last resort, and I've adapted the nickname of Energetic Dragon Slayer. So that's also my email to email address, by the way, energeticdragonslayer at gmail.com. So a little bit more here. I've done this work for over 25 years. I've helped guide people to become the 
best versions of themselves and help guide them on their own spiritual paths. And one of the things I love to do is just meet people where they're at. You know, a lot of folks have their own conjured up ideas of what we need to do, what we should do, and then the 3D tends to come in with their expectations and judgments. Well, if I am a blank, we'll call the title, let's say, Lightworker. If I am this, then I need to do A, B, and C. And if I'm not doing that, then that, then, and then they immediately discount themselves and throw themselves out the window. And that's really not a fair thing to do. So as a healer, I just meet people. Whatever is brought to me, we work right where you're at. And I love doing this. I absolutely love this work. And I've been blessed and privileged to do this work full time for the last seven, eight years now. So it's been a really fun journey, very exciting. And I'm just thrilled. So moving along to Chris. So I want to share a little bit first about how I learned about Chris. So two years ago, I was visiting friends in California. Um, I first started in Northern California, and in Northern California, golly, it was the Sacramento area, well, actually Elk Grove, I got to meet up with my friend Adrian, Adrian Blackwell, some of you know of her, and also my friend Airely Brighton. And so the three of us had met at some yummy sushi place, and we were visiting, and we were catching up. I hadn't seen Adrian for probably five years, and so we were just swapping stories about healing and what's new and what's the latest. And Adrian popped up and she said, oh, my God, you've got to check this, this one healer out. He's in New Zealand, blah, blah, blah. And Airely and I were like, well, what does he do? And she just, she kept laughing. Well, she goes, well, I don't know what he does, but you have to look him up. So here we're sitting at our table in the restaurant pulling up Chris's website, which is trulyholistic.net. And she's like, you have to do get three at a time. And it's like, get three what? Set up three appointments at a time. Just do it. And we're like, okay. And we're still asking questions. So what's going to happen? She's like, you'll find out. We're like, okay, we're up for an adventure. So I booked three sessions. I, you know, he offers that at his site, and I think it's fantastic. So I booked the three sessions, and I thought, oh, gosh, okay. So if I book three sessions, then I'll give him my laundry list in session number one, and then we'll stretch it through the sessions. Oh, no, Chris is amazing. So I connect with him the first time, and I was nervous to – pull up my Skype and turn on the video. It's like, I, I don't know this guy. I have no idea. So I would never turn on the video screen. I only just talked to him. And I think I only started coming up on the, on the video screen about seven, eight months ago, maybe a year ago. But anyway, it was, it was interesting. So I said, okay. And I gave him like five big heavy hitters. They were heavy hitters to me personally. And Chris said, okay, okay. And he was really super lighthearted, and, I, and he knocked them all out in 45 minutes. And I was, so I didn't know what to do the second time or the third time, so I kept bringing things out, and he addressed it. So all of this being said, let's bring Chris on the line. Chris. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Chris? Yeah, great. I'm 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 yeah, I'm coming from the southern hemisphere as you said and and uh I'm coming from the future. 
you are. You are in the future. We are in the past. This is a fun. This is fun. <laughs> and now we're How are talking you? in the now. <laughs> well, and isn't that a concept for what we do? Yeah. 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 Very much so. Yeah. So, Chris, first of all, uh, this is exciting. Whereabouts in New Zealand are you? Where are you located? Yeah, I live in a town called New Plymouth. And New Plymouth is, New Zealand's made up of two main islands, the North Island and the South Island. And uh, I'm on the North Island. And uh, it's the biggest city in New, uh, New Zealand is Auckland. And I'm about four and a half to five hours drive away from there. And New Zealand's a small country. Um, and we've only got about four and a half to five million people. Uh, population. Wow. So it's very scenic. Uh, there's a lot of nature. And where I live, uh, I'm essentially 10 or 15 minutes drive from the beach and about 35 or 40 minutes away from a, a, a mountain. So you can essentially get both things done in the same day. Um, and uh, very scenic mountain. It's uh, not part of a mountain range. It's a a lot of people kind of compare it to Mount Fuji in, uh, in Japan. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. beautifully kind of shaped and designed mountain. And uh, so, yeah, so it's a, it's a very, you know, it's not a large town where I am. And uh, there's a lot of scenery and, and beauty around me. Oh, that's amazing. That's like here in Alaska. I sit, I live very close, probably a half a mile, quarter a mile from the base of the Chugach Mountains. But then I drive 10 miles across town, and there's the water. There's the ocean, Cook Inlet. And it really, it's beautiful living in the best of both worlds. And I love the nature here as well. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. It's beautiful. So, Chris, what is your background like? What was it like for you growing up? What Did you have a place in time where you thought, oh, I want to grow up and become a healer. What was that like for you? Okay, well, to keep a long story short, um, I was somebody that was in the depths of the medical uh, community. So I was an orthopedic nurse in a hospital for 12 years. So um, when I studied to become a, a nurse and get into the medical field, I knew a bit about... Uh, nutrition at that point Um, I didn't know anything about the woo-woo stuff that we talk about in energy healing and um, so I was about two or three years into once I was working in the hospital in that uh, medical uh, system I started to get disillusioned about I had my heart was in the right place I wanted to get into a uh, area of work that is all about healing and when I was working in the wards in the hospital, I pretty much realized that we were just managing sickness. And it kind of, it didn't give me the thrill that I was looking for, right? I was passionate about helping people. And uh, so after a a wee while, I was really getting into experimenting on on myself, as we do, and Mm -hmm. in nutrition and changing my diet. And I was doing it so much, and I was reading so many books, and I was looking up, uh, finding so many mentors in that field, that I thought, well, why don't I do some study on this? And uh, so I ended up doing um, some uh, study, 
uh, I was able to do and do a few papers on regards to the eventual goal to become a nutritionist. And mm-hmm. um, so I got into that field and then I started, I, I got to the point where I realized that once I had my uh, qualifications as a nutritionist, I'd have to start from scratch again, probably working for someone else and working for like within the medical system again. And I thought, well, everything I was being told about nutrition, again, I didn't agree with, right? There was kind of, kind of the BS model of, of, of that. And, and I didn't agree with it. And I wanted to connect to my true values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started thinking, there must be something else. And I actually said to myself, I need something that has no BS to it, so to speak. It's just, just is what it is. And so another part of my background is my grandmother was a color therapist. And she used to use these colored cottons, with, which would represent frequencies of light. Mm-hmm. And she used to use those coupled with coils whenever, when I was a kid, when I was, uh, and, and us kids, um, like my, my brothers and my cousins and so on, when we were unwell or we got with a kidney infection or those sorts of things, she'd put a color, find the right color for that, put it on the coil and treat us that way. And she also used to use this whalebone stick, which was like a divining rod or divining tool that would find out where you had a subluxation or a misalignment within the spine. And she used to do this not only for us and the family, but close friends as well. And uh, so she was highly intuitive and she was already within that, that field, my grandmother. And, but by the time when I had my awakening process, she had already passed away and she had mm-hmm. uh, bestowed all her gear to my mother. And um, so when I was thinking, what do I do next? I was like, hang on. Well, my grandmother used to do this color therapy stuff and, and find out, you know, where people are, uh, got misalignments in their spine and align them through intuition, through energy. And I was like, maybe I should look into that. So I had somebody... Uh, that was currently doing color therapy in my town of New Plymouth. And I went and saw him, especially because I was having issues with my neck and back myself. And mm-hmm. he used to not only detect where you had a misalignment in your spine, but also align that very uh, misalignment through intention alone, through energy, not even physically touching you. And he could do that, didn't matter where you were. You could call him or text him and he'd realign your neck or back on the spot like that. And I could feel it immediately happening to myself. And he always said to me, you know, usually people feel better a few hours later or the next day. He said to me, but you feel it immediately. So all of a sudden he said, he put that seed in my awareness where he said, maybe because you're so sensitive to it, maybe you could do this. So all of a sudden I was like, okay, maybe I think the universe is telling me something. Maybe this is what I need to do. So all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I... He showed me, he, he told me, bring some copper wire to me. And he bent those into an L shape, like L, L uh, divining rod. And immediately he could get them to speak. He was like finding water under his house, like the water pipes, just, just easy as. And he gave them to me and he goes, you have a go. And obviously I couldn't, nothing was happening. They weren't speaking to me. But he said to me, just, just keep working at it. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. just practice at it. So within two to three weeks, I was able to do that. Right, and uh, and then it took me like thirty minutes to 
figure out how to use a pendulum. So it came quite easily to me. And obviously at that point in time, I was using energy to work on reasonably what we call physical issues like infections, um, you know, viruses, bacteria, parasites, and those sorts of things alongside helping people with um, alignment, mechanical structural alignment of the skeletal system. And uh, that kind of got everything started and eventually you know, evolved into where I am now, where we're you know, looking at all sorts of things uh, in a very expansive way. Wow, that's amazing. I want to stop here for just a moment and share with everyone that at Chris's website, trulyholistic.net, he is offering a spinal adjustment. So pretty much all that he's just described here. And what I want to share is I had this experience just two days ago with Chris on Sunday. And during the course of my life, it's, you know, it's been a series of different car accidents that began in 99. And also in hindsight, that was the very strong beginning of my awakening as well. So between 99 to 06, there was a total of three different car accidents. And each time I seemed to be the target. And in the process of, you know, when we're in an accident, what we want to naturally do is slam on the brakes. That does a number on the neck and the spine and everything else. And so bringing it to this past day, when, we, when I connected with Chris, I gave him a series of which vertebrae, what was doing what, and starting from the neck all the way down to the tailbone and back. And through his work, using the pendulum and seeing the frequency, he went through my, first of all, my skeletal system, as you say, went through the muscles first and then went through the nerves second. And a, a few things happened that are very significant. Um, in my neck, he identified additional vertebrae and he went through those particular vertebrae and cleansed and cleared energy. And it was so powerful. I was sitting in a recliner and my head backwards because it was, it knocked me sideways explained to me this is what we call blood so the blood flow began to increase and then there was another uh, concern that I had had for a long time at one point in the one of my nurses who no longer a hospital nurse she refers to uh, the medical system as a sick care system she ran into the same blocks she's also a healer now too and I was given a diagnosis in my thoracic area of scoliosis, and it was like, okay. And over time, it grew to be more and more of a challenge and things, you know, with one pant leg being slightly longer than the other. So when Chris took a look at it, and I've had Chris look at my spine before, but with this particular adjustment and also with this particular special, this is the only thing we were focused on and he was working on. And he said, it's not that, it's lordos. <laughs> and I asked him to spell it for me. And so he explained what it was. And by all means, absolutely true. So I guess the pelvic bone's tipping forward, if that's correct, Chris. But it, when in thinking about the overall structure, it was like, wow. And so with my structure... Um, it's been a challenge for for some time, and sometimes 
in our lifetimes, in each lifetime that we have, sometimes we choose to manifest these type of things, not necessarily because we want it, but for the learning that comes with it. And when the lessons are complete, then that usually evaporates and goes away. So one of the challenges I had had was with my right foot. My right foot wanted to naturally just turn out all the time, but my left foot was straightforward. So after Chris's adjustment on Sunday, the first thing I noticed was both feet were straightforward, and they're still both straightforward, Chris, a little easier to walk. You know, I've needed the support sometimes trekking pole. Sometimes I'm okay without a trekking pole, both trekking poles for that matter. But it's exciting because I was able to do some yoga poses. I was able to do my vibration plate with the arm weights. Today, for the first time ever, I was able to do qigong. And that's amazing. That's very exciting. So I want to share that with Chris's work, it's extremely powerful. And I'm speaking from my personal experience with him Overall, I've received treatments and healings from him for the last two years. It's pretty amazing. So, Chris, thank you for that adjustment, Sunday. It's still, it's, it's here. And so with what you cleared and what you helped me to identify and then re-identify, it's also helped me in another way to, I would say, in a sense, take my power back. It's helped, helped to make me feel more empowered and some people might think that's crazy but it's not because there's a beautiful thing that happens you know with our self-confidence when we feel good in our skin and we feel like I have power now feeling my own power back it's pretty exciting I just had to share that with you but I'm speaking with everyone as a live testimony here I mean it's amazing I strongly suggest getting a spinal adjustment with Chris Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's that, that's that's beautiful, uh, Stephanie. Because uh, you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad you're getting well, the results that you're getting there, and and I see this a lot. You know, we we get these results a lot with that, and um, a big aspect why I'm really specialising. Obviously, we we do an overall uh, ascendant healing which we work at the quantum level you know and everything starts right. in the quantum level and permeates through all these layers that make up us as the human being here and, um, and a big aspect of that is empowering uh, empowerment and I'm glad right. you mentioned about that because you know we do the clearing work but you know the client is with me for 45 minutes but day in day out after that they're with themselves, right? So we want to give you and give the client wisdom and information alongside the clearing work during the session so that you can go away feeling very empowered uh, and in alignment with the space and the state that you can create for yourself for that healing to continue. And, um, and you know, I've found that obviously that empowerment is super important and super powerful in regards to um, getting to the solution or getting to the outcome that we want to create for the client. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So again, Chris and I both work with pendulum and charts. We do our work differently. When people work with me, I'm working with them more on the soul level and helping to teach and reteach how may they support themselves on a day-to-day basis. How can we get through each moment? What are the tools that we can carry within our minds that we can support ourselves and keep going and release the rest. So a lot of my work also goes over into, again, the mentoring, the life coaching, helping people on the mental and emotional levels, along with the spiritual level, of course. And, you know, over time, over the years, I've studied several different modalities, which I think is good because, you know, the end result is we go with what resonates with us. And, you know, I could say I'm a theta healer or I'm a prana healer, but the bottom line is I am a healer and there's so much that comes with that. You know, when I was, when I learned the pendulum charts myself, I learned it in a classroom type situation uh, 21 years ago from a gentleman named Robert Detzler. And some of the listeners I know know him or knew him personally before he crossed over, I believe, in 08. And it was fascinating. One thing, it's it's a story I've shared before. So in this class, so like you, Chris, I had, I had never seen a pendulum. I didn't know what it was. And here I am because one of my friends said, well, now that you're not working, because that was my Y2K, I lost the job yeah. and everything else too. But she said, come with me. And I'm like, what is, what's, what is all this? So I got into the class, and Robert immediately gravitated to me. And he helped me to clear myself. Because in that class, I thought, oh, this is cool. We're going to get cleared. And I didn't know what that meant. And he said, no, you pick that up, and there's the chart, and go to work. This is what you're doing. This is the class. You get to do this yourself. So he would help us. So anyway, after a couple of for days, uh, he called a couple of people up front, and I was one of the people. Well, my heart sank because I thought, oh, oh no, here we go. Because on day one of the class, he said, okay, take a look around. Look at everybody in here. And we're like, okay, why? He said, because tomorrow this class will be cut in half. A lot of you are not ready for this. But, of course, we all go home that night waiting for the phone to ring. Well, my phone didn't ring, so I got to go back the next day. So, anyway, when he called me up front on day three or four, he was twirling that pendulum in front of me, and he was this very tall Norwegian guy, white hair, huge eyes. <laughs> he was rather intimidating, very intimidating. And he looked at me, and he, I was like, he knew I was just probably crapping my pants. Point. And he smiled and he said, you're the first one. And I said, the first one. And he said, you're the first one to infinity. Good. And I was, I was amazed. And so then he let me know he followed it up with, and your psychic abilities are cleared to infinity as well. So he, he really, in his own <laughs> crunchy way, he helped to release these blocks. And so I took level one and level two back to back. So I was in a classroom for eight or nine days straight, which that's pretty intense, as you know. And so when all was said and done, I really did feel like a different person. You know, the self-empowerment, the self-confidence. And then 
taking the challenge, though, of going back out into the world and sharing with everybody, okay, I'm a spiritual response therapist. And nobody knew what that was. So anyhow, anyhow, we learn how to own our healing gifts. So I want to ask you about the divining gods. So why use copper? Okay. Um, well, copper is a very uh, electrically, electrically conductive material, right, to start off with. But mm-hmm. I, I, make, I personally make a lot of tools, uh, energy right. tools to help with ascendance, so for people to connect to their higher aspects of themselves. Um, uh, as you mentioned about yourself, you know, working at a soul level. So um, mm-hmm. because those tools bring more insight to the greater picture of, of what's going on here. So you can enjoy your human experience a lot better uh, with have a great, having greater knowing and understanding. And what I found was making the tools out of copper and, and obviously why we also use divining rods that are made of copper is that they seem to anchor uh, energy a lot better than some of the other materials, some of the other metals. Um, for example, I've, I've, worked with brass a little bit, but brass is mainly copper, you see. It's like something like eighty at least eighty to eighty five percent made of copper is brass. So so there's something special about copper in regards to its ability to especially bring through uh spectrums of frequency or energy that um goes even beyond this reality. And you know for yourself, Stephanie, and for me is right. as you say, you know, uh, your 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 website. It's, it's the word, with the word journey, right? Your journeys and and in right. your path and in the consciousness spirituality community, we call that our journey, our path. Science calls that evolution, right? It's the same thing. Right. Uh, it's about what we do now in the present moment, moment, because that's our stepping stones creating our future. And um, to have greater insight in the now by bringing more of ourselves that exist outside of this reality, more than being flesh, blood, and bone, is going to be super important in creating the life that we want to create. And definitely what I've found is the metal copper uh, is um, a great conductor, great metal to anchor that type of energy in or facilitate that energy to us here as a human, but more than that, as a soul, as a soul that's part of a family of souls, a collective, and and beyond. So, um, yeah, you know, not only I use dowsing rods that are obviously made of the copper, but um, all my energy tools that I make, um, with a small exception, I've used silver a little bit too. Um, There are, um, I use what we call cubit measures, which are, sacred measurements to anchor in a frequency or a spectrum of frequencies. And one of those measurements uh, did mention that we could just get the icing on the cake, another 5% of what we were trying to achieve using silver. But for most of the energy devices I use, including obviously dowsing rods are made out of copper. Beautiful. And I want to share with everyone, I have some of Chris's tools. I have the copper bracelet. I have another copper thing. It's the circle with the thing that dangles. (laughs) 
I don't know the name of that <laughs> yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's got an infinity <laughs> in it in the middle. Yes, yes, the yeah. infinity. And then That's I right. have the silver round circle pendant, then more recently the silver bracelet. That's it. And I love all of these tools. I really do. I love using the copper to clear my water. I think that's yep. fantastic. Copper yep. is always wonderful to wear anyway. And then when I wear the silver pendant and the silver bracelet, it's that's powerful. I, I feel it brings me a different sense of peace when I wear them yep. together. It's pretty yep. amazing. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. what, what, uh, uh, why some of yours are in copper and some are in silver is because they are different cubit measurements. So these sacred measurements that are anchors for uh, frequencies to come in. So, uh, for example, um, as I was mentioning, there was one particular measurement that just had the icing on the cake when it was in silver instead of copper, are the ones that your bracelet and your pendant is made out of. We call that the ascension cubit measure. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, obviously, um, I used to call myself a quantum healer, which I still am because we, we work at the quantum level. Right, but I just right. feel like ascendance just resonates with what I'm trying to achieve because the way I look at ascension, and again, this is connected to this cubit measure, um, is that you know that's that's personal growth, that's evolution, and if we're all looking to find our path, our journey, therefore finding our purpose here as the human, right. is we want to be on that right path, right? and we want to learn more about who we are. You know, and more about our true identity. And I tell my clients that really, you know, we're here for a very small window as the human, you know, and then it's a bit right. like trying a jacket on, right? Is is like, right, we're going to just spend a bit of time as a human, but eventually we're going to have to take that jacket off and go back to our, you know, back to our true identity. And that true identity is, is infinite consciousness. You know, we're infinite. And um, but saying that, if we could use energy tools that use a particular cubit measure, the anchored energy frequency of your infinite capabilities, while having an experience as a human, you know that, that that that's just that's just magical to me, and that's why I make these tools. And that bracelet and pendant that you're wearing, especially in the silver, we also make that in the copper because it's it's it's, it's very good in the copper as well. As I said, it's just put the icing on the cake with the silver. And that is a very high-end cubit measure where that connects you to a very high level of yourself. We can bring more of your higher energy to you here. And I've actually just recently done a video demonstrating that you know, everybody knows we have an aura, right? An auric field. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't mention about the fact that the auric field is, is something that's ever-changing. It's fluctuating in and out. And what I see as the auric field is the auric field is a measurement of how connected you are to your soul, to your collective of your soul family and your higher aspect of yourself, which is the source of your energy. Now, these particular, and I've shown it in a video, when I put these energy tools on somebody's wrist or around their neck as a pendant or the big rings right over the top of their body and they stand within that column of light, is that the auric field expands because they bring more of them, their infinite potential here, and what that then 
equates to is a larger auric field, which means you have greater reach and greater potential to make changes here as the human. So it's pretty special. That's super special. So Chris, right now, um, I just want to remind everybody once again, if you lo- would like to book a session with myself, my website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you would like to book a session with Chris, his website is trulyholistic.net. And holistic is spelled just with an H, not the W. So Chris, how do you feel about us starting to take calls? Sounds great. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So this will be interesting. So I want to remind everybody once again. So as we begin to take the calls, I will respond the, from my perspective. And then Chris will respond from his perspective. And this will be fun. So let's see where this goes. So Garrett, let's do it. Okay, so our first caller tonight is another Stephanie. So Stephanie is calling about her health tonight. Stephanie, welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. You are live with Stephanie and Chris. Go ahead. Hi, you guys. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. How are you, Stephanie? I'm okay. Thank you. Great. How can we help you? So so I'm, I'm kind of a caretaker for a lot of people right now, and um, I've kind of let myself go as far as my own health is concerned. Um, I'm taking care of my mom who has cancer and um, my grandmother's got some health problems and I'm just kind of everybody's caretaker at the moment. Um, I guess I'm just looking for general advice or help in that area. Um, I'm under a lot of stress. Understood. Okay. So here's what I'm seeing, Steph. Um, One of the things that comes through very strongly for you is to begin grounding. I'm not sure if you do the art of grounding, if you practice grounding. One of the ways is just to simply close your eyes and call back all pieces and parts of yourself. So just call yourself back from right now, in this moment. Call yourself back from your work, the caretaking, everything you do, bring that back to center again, and then connect with source, connect with the quantum level. Some people call this God, some people call this creator, but reconnect with that very special divine energy Mm -hmm. and feel that energy coming in. That's one of the things that you can do for yourself. And the second thing that you can do, we have the energy of love. So love for humans is the strongest frequency on this planet. And in Theta Healing, I learned about what is called the pink cloud of compassion. So it this will afford you, if you have five seconds, if you have one minute, to close your eyes or even just in your mind's eye, envision this pink cloud coming to you and allow it to absorb all of these energies going on. There's also stones and crystals, things like that. If you are interested in stones, the best stone that I have found to be very fruitful and productive is called black tourmaline, T-O-U-R-L-M-A-L-I-N-E. So if you hold on to the black tourmaline, that will also help to ground you right here, right now. And I do suggest holding that in your left hand which is the female side of the body. It's also the heart 
side of the body. It's the receiving side. So with that, I'm going to pass you over to Chris, and Chris will help you from his perspective. Thank you for your Thank call you. tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's Stephanie, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Stephanie. It's Chris here. Now, um, you know, a lot of people are, um, are going through a similar situation to yourself, Stephanie, and uh, I can completely understand. Um, it, it gets overwhelming uh, when, obviously, you're you're looking after uh, your mother who's uh, got cancer, and your grandmother's not doing so well as well, and and. Um, you know, and, they, and they need your time and, and your energy. There's no doubt about it. Um, what I'm getting now at the moment is is the need for you, even if it's only a few minutes a day, is that time that for, for self, for you, okay? And mm-hmm. because we can help others, but if we become overwhelmed ourselves and lose connection to ourselves by bringing more of our light here, we're no good to anybody, uh, including your mother and your grandmother. So, what, are, what what's coming through to me is, you know, and, a lot, and we kind of get programmed and, and conditioned here as humans to think that when we do things like that, that's selfish. But it's mm-hmm. but it's self-serving because um, the more of your energy, more of your light that you can bring here, will then only affect your mother and your grandmother in a positive manner too whenever you're there to help them. So um, so again, trying to, which I guess is you know, what people would describe as meditation. And meditation, again, is about removing the distraction outside of your external to you, and even just for a few, few minutes a day, and, and bring your awareness back to self, okay? And a lot of the times they tell you, you know, to, to focus on the breath. And that's mainly just to bring your awareness back to you, okay? And remove right. all that distraction that, that, that's, that's, you know, pulling you all, in all sorts of directions. And, um, and that will enable you to feel more centered, as Stephanie was mentioning about before, about earthing and being ground, and grounding yourself. When we ground ourselves, we're getting a we're creating a greater connection to self, okay. Mm-hmm. And when we have a greater connection to self, then we can make better decisions and choices as well in the present moment, in the now. And often, when we've got issues where your mother is unwell and got cancer, is that we can kind of get too far ahead of ourselves as well, and and that drags us out of that that moment or that now in the present moment where we're most powerful, and that's where we can connect to a very high level in the now or in the present moment. And, um, and that's why essentially why it's called the present, because you bring your gifts forward, being in the present mm-hmm. and being in the now. And, and you, you're, I'm pretty sure you're doing all the right things and being uh, right by your, your, your mother in regards to what she's dealing with with her cancer and, and your grandmother. And you need to be there for them, but it's even more powerful if you can bring those higher aspects of you to the fore because that will only have a positive effect not only on yourself but also on your mother and your grandmother yeah so i was was a massage therapist for 16 years until i started taking care of my mom and so i'm i'm really familiar with grounding and i used to they used to always do that before my sessions with people and i feel like it was a lot easier for me to sort of bounce off that negative energy from other people and I feel like it's so much harder 
when it's my loved ones, you know, to yeah, yeah, sure. sort of mm-hmm. separate my energy from, because I feel like I'm just absorbing everybody's energy. And yes. it's it's just sort of taking over my mental state and my physical state. And um, I just feel like it's so, kind yeah. of, so you what know, that sounds it's like harder. That, 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 what that sounds what? like is, is, is creating boundaries for yourself as well. Um, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people see you as this person that they can dump all their things on you because you're a, a very uh, uh, empathic and very caring person. And, um, and it's great being there for everybody. But also, you know, um, there's also an awareness that we're all, uh, all, we all have our own path and journey. Uh, and everyone's at a different place on that path and journey. And that's where we really need to start creating boundaries for ourselves, and that you know yeah. we can't we can't tackle everybody's problems. Um, yeah. And as as I say, you're like, after all, you get so burnt out that you're no good to anybody, including yourself, because um, you know you, you you're uh, very open and you're you're leaking your energy up to a number of areas. And yeah. um, ba- uh, establishing boundaries is, is very important in that type of situation. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It does. I just I, sometimes I need to be reminded. I think that it's okay to have those boundaries and those, you know, that time for myself. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you for you your very call, much. Stephanie. I all the best to you. And we're going to go to Casey, who is also calling with a health-related question. Casey, you're now live on the Stephanie Gerard Show with Stephanie Gerard and her special guest, Chris. Go ahead, please. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> Hi, Casey. Oh, Casey uh, and I uh, go uh, way back. I love my okay. Casey. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So nice to hear your laugh yeah. again. <laughs> well, and likewise, my dear, um, how can we help you? And we've got, yeah, we've got a bit, a little bit of time here. So how, well, what's I've going been on, curious Casey? about, mm-hmm. you know, I have a bunch of health issues I've been working on for a while, and um, I feel like I've been going nowhere and getting worse, and then a new one I discovered recently, so I was, you know, like inside, what what do I need to do? What is the root cause? Is there any guidance? Lessons I need to do, to learn, or that will release them, or whatever. I will I will start with this one just very briefly. Um, so because we are familiar with one another, Casey, one of the things that I do see right away and it pops out is simply the programs of self punishment. You've been through a lot, and especially the last two years, it's been very intense for you. And one thing that we can do, because the, because of this particular program, what I'm seeing is there's a lot of energetic interference. There is the concern and issue of abandonment, fear of abandonment, unworthiness. Unworthiness, I call this the human condition, and also unforgiveness a lot of restlessness. So let's go ahead and let's clear those energies from me right now. Just a moment. 
And so while these energies are being cleared from Casey, what happens is that these energies are sent back up to source to be transmuted to love and light. And so when we remove something, we do want to put something back in place. And so we're going to have source download to Casey right now the energy of love and also just rebalancing her brain, her entire physical body, her aura, getting her grounded energetically. And there's some crisscross patterns going on in the lower part of your body, specifically the pelvic area. So let's just rebalance this one moment. And then we're going to reactivate your tailbone so we can get that fluid pumping up into your brainstem and back down again. And then getting your feet grounded here. Okay. Okay. So, Casey, with this being said, and I know you can feel that and that's intense for you, I'm going to hand you over to Chris. And it looks like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris, take over. Hi, Casey. Hi. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Uh, Yeah, nice to meet you too. So what's coming up uh, um, initially was what I call... uh oh. And it came up, and all of a sudden, Stephanie was mentioning about that you'd gone through quite a lot, and so that that connects with exactly what I was getting. Um, and when when I talk about experience, I talk about a human experience. So I'm sorry, that could be that could be you know, your current lifetime, but it could also be past lives as well as the human. And um, what that means is all your experiences up to now, up to this point, as the human, we like to accumulate. We like to carry the stuff with us, right? And we accumulate all this stuff because, um, and if we carry the stuff with, it, with us into the now, into the moment, into the present time, it has an influence on the decisions and the choices we make in the now. And the beauty about the now, which I call existence, so that's the difference about existence and experiences. Experience has been your, everything that you've experienced up to now, which is your past, right, your past tense. And the beauty about just existing. And now the word existence is connected to the ability to exist, and that's also connected to the word be, to just be. And mm-hmm. funnily enough, our species is called the hu- a human being, but a majority of us don't know how to be. So, you know, a, a lot of the times we get stuck into doing, human doings. And, and what we, we kind of get stuck because we take all this past with us and all that uh, our past experience influences the choices we make in the now and the present. And you may be getting opportunities in the, in the now and the present moment, uh, but because those past experiences are still having an effect on you, uh, you're missing out on opportunities in the now to to renew your life because the now is your stepping stone of creating a, a better future or a new future. And what I've come to find is that um, is that our two powers are our attention and our intention. Our attention is the most powerful because it's where we place our attention. 
And if we place our attention on our, our experiences, our past experiences, we bring that focus to the present, and therefore that focus of the past becomes your future. And what ends up happening is you become stuck because your future becomes more of your past. Okay? And this is really, and a lot of people are like this, and it's, it's, an, aware, it's a, a, an unawareness of our cre- creation ability. You know, we're not only pa- participants here, we're creators of our own reality. And, um, and empowering that, that creation ability of ourselves. And that starts with being very aware, very conscious, where we place our attention. And instead of focusing on what's wrong in our life, or what the problem is and has been for a very long time, instead, thinking about and placing our attention on what we want our life to be and what we want to create. And I used to, uh, I said earlier in the, in the, um, in the show that um, I used to follow some gurus in the nutritional uh, field. And there was a guy called David Wolf, and he always used to, yeah. This obvious question he'd always get was from people would, how do I change my diet? How do I start changing my diet? And the answer he'd always give them would be to take baby steps and just introduce one food at a time. And what, you, what he said, what you'll find is as you just introduce one food at a time, there's only so much food you can eat in one day. And all those foods that no longer serve you just fall off, fall away without you even being aware of it. Now, I like to bring that into our thought patterns and where we place our attention. If we place our attention more on the, what we want to create in our life, those things that were once a problem that do not no longer serve you will just fall away because there's only so much time in a day and where you can place your attention. And we I think a lot of it is I don't really see. Um, I'm so surrounded by my situation, which has been created by my past. So it always takes me back there, and I, I don't see any options. I think that's a lot of it. I don't see anything I can create to get out of this. Okay, okay. So, okay, so you, even, even if you're stuck in a situation that is very strongly binded or connected to your past, you still need to realize that this is the, um, the power of choice as well. And uh, that may be the case that you are still bound and connected to the past, but there will still be opportunities for you to grow and evolve as an individual yourself. Um, and very much what we talked uh, to Stephanie before you, the last caller, is mm-hmm. – Again, creating a boundary where you empower, you, you give yourself the time and the energy to put that effort and that energy into yourself, okay, which is, is love for self, okay? Um, and uh, what, what you'll find is when you start to place your attention on personal growth and involvement, then where you use your intention from and how you use your intention from will just transform your life because, um, you know, a lot in, in this community, people talk about spells and curses and things out to get them and, 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 and chasing them. 
But the word, the idea of a spell comes very simply as this, is that when we were children, when we were putting letters together to spell words, what we were learning to do, we were learning to do spelling. So the word spell means word, and the intention of casting a spell is verbally speaking words. And funnily enough, we all do it. And there are a lot of people that are, are unaware the words they're using every day when they're talking about themselves can either empower them or they can drag themselves down, including people around you too, uh, which may be the case in regards to your example, especially if you're bound and connected to things that um, cause trauma in the past for you. But again, there is always opportunities for you to grow and evolve and, and also realize uh, that you're unique yourself You've got infinite potential, and you deserve it. And that's, that's the key aspect for you. And with that, Casey, we're going to uh, move on, but we thank you for your call and wish you all the best. Uh, Stephanie and Chris, you've got about three minutes left, and um, I'm fascinated by you, Chris. I can't wait to book my own appointments, but this is Stephanie's show, so go ahead, please. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, um, just a reminder to everybody, if you would like to book a session with Chris, his website is trulyholistic.net. And if you would like to book a session with me, my website is journeywithstephanie.com. Chris, this has been so much fun tonight. It's been awesome. And I've loved it. Every minute of it. This again in the future, do you think? Amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like amen and I'm in. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> well, this has been a super fun broadcast. We're talking to the future with Chris because he's he's on the day of Wednesday. At what time is it there? Almost 3 o'clock? What time is it? Exactly. That's it. That's it. 3 to 3. How about oh. that? Well, there we go. We must be psychic, huh? Yeah, <laughs> That's so. always a joke. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, do you have any events or specials coming up? I know you have your spinal alignment. Yeah, so if you want to so, talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Currently, uh, for my spinal alignment sessions, I, 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 I wear a, a number of hats, so to speak. So I, I do ascendance healing. Uh, I do coaching as well, where you, you, where I give you the information that you need to grow and evolve in your own life, mm-hmm. and um, and those are ninety New Zealand dollars for a forty-five minute session. Perfect. And um, and I've got a currently a special on the spinal alignment that is fifty percent off at the moment, so it's only forty-five New Zealand dollars for a forty-five minute a session, where we work on not only aligning vertebrae, discs connective tissues, muscles. We also work on posture and correcting even curvature issues, as Stephanie mentioned before, about lordosis, kyphosis, scoliosis. So we work on posture because posture is what holds the alignment in place. Absolutely. And then for those who are curious, so Chris said New Zealand dollars. And so what that translates to in American dollars, it's around $33, something like that. And when you pay him in PayPal, PayPal does all the configuration for you. So just wanted to pass that along as well. And Chris's sessions are 45 minutes. 
and it's just an amazing experience and I have absolutely loved I've loved having you on the show Chris thank you so much thank you thank you thank you very much Tiffany all right you're welcome have a great night and we'll do this again sounds great bye okay all right bye bye